Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, Ghostbusters fans, and welcome to the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip for the week of January 20th, 2020. This week on the show, we have Eric Burnham, the writer, uh, the longtime writer of the IDW comic series, but most recently, we've got Ghostbusters Year One that's coming out this week as you listen to this. Go pick it up on Wednesday. Eric's going to give you a, a fine preview of it, tell you what he's been up to since the last time he's been on the show. Fun, fun episode. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Usual professional selves. Yes, have some was talking about my story on last week's podcast, so I feel like maybe I should talk about their story on their podcast. They got some new mics and they What's sound really good. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, I, I, that's all I got. That's my story. That's good. <laughs> that's just. <laughs> they got some new equipment and they sound really good. That's 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 all I got. That's the story. I End no, of joke. I got no story. Yeah. It's it's cold. It was impossible to get out of my uh, townhouse complex. And I've spent every spare moment that uh, the family is asleep watching Simon and Simon. <laughs> so I got nothing. I really just... Simon and Simon got a big response last <laughs> week. I'm not going to lie. Everybody was really... Uh, Did they? Yeah, Simon and Simon. And it just happened to coincide with there was uh, teases about Quantum Leap getting some sort of a reboot or... Uh, 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 which I... You see... You see you're seeing stuff someplace that I don't because this is not the first time you've mentioned. Oh yeah, people really responded to that, and I was like, I saw I no response to stuff. Well, I think I think that kind of stemmed from 2016, where you and I would see stuff, and I'd be like, Chris, I saw this thing that called us X, Y, or Z blank terrible thing, and I can't stop thinking about it and dwelling on it. And you're like, stop that! Why are you looking at that? <laughs> stop looking at that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but that's where. That well, the from. funny part was is I part of this whole stuck in um, uh, last weekend was okay and then the snow came on Monday so mostly I spent a lot of evenings like working on some stuff and I binged through uh, Veronica Mars ah. the, the last the last series I really and I really enjoyed the hell out of it but then I got to thinking I was like she she's like because at one point in an episode they said oh he's just so-and-so is like 20 minutes drive uh, up the, you know, the coast to San Diego. And then uh, between that and watching Simon and Simon, my brain kind of exploded to <laughs> they, I'd like to see some sort of two-parter murder mystery, like the good old days where they cross over a whole bunch of stuff. Like I want, I want Jameson Parker and, and Gerald McRaney to come back some old case that she you know that that veronica mars crosses over into it it's actually specifically in my head a veronica mars story that involves simon and simon and then it's it's just every excuse to drag back everybody you know, and they Magnum stop in P. a, a quaint little town where angela lansbury is still sitting out on her porch uh, on the rocking chair oh yes yeah well somebody i somebody on twitter brought that up it was like if you include heart to heart i'm in i was like in my head, it's all PIs, but in heart, heart are technically PIs. But I could see, for example, that perhaps Veronica Mars follows a lead to go talk to somebody in Cabot Cove, who just happens to be still alive and, mm-hmm. and, and, and doing very well. And of course, just like uh, every episode of Murder She Wrote, uh, people who show up are, oh, this is my good friend so and so. This is my yeah. good friend so and so. So she's just hanging it with her good friends, the Hearts. And then Veronica Mars goes, oh, 
oh, I've put two pieces together. Now I need to get to so-and-so quickly. And the hearts go, hop on our private plane. Like, I'm like, I got it all worked out. This this thing's going to be a blockbuster. <laughs> the Universal Studios backlot cinematic universe. Uh, everybody crossed over because they were literally two blocks away from each other on the, yes. the sound stages. Yes. Everybody trying to mash together DC Marvels. <laughs> I'm trying to put Suckers. together Larson, Bochco, and Canal universes all together. <laughs> and they would all appreciate it, I'm sure. Uh, especially oh, for Sweeps I, I, Week. They would absolutely I, appreciate exactly. it. I spend a full 20 minutes in the bathtub trying to devise a way to reuse old footage of their PI shows uh, that unfortunately they, everybody's passed. Like, um, uh, so, there's a whole bunch of old ones. I can't uh, and now, now none of them are coming to I was mind. Say it was Kojak a PI? Technically, no, no, he was a cop. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for example, like how to fit in the the Rockford Files because he's that's the funny part, right? Like he's just it's like, and he's just a little further up the coast from. So it's like who's she's in she's in uh, uh, Neptune, which I think is made up, but she's in Neptune. They're in San Diego. Surely somebody, uh, if I dig around, is technically in in uh, L.A. Oh, maybe I can bring in L.A. Law. Doesn't have to be Castle and McCormick was L.A. Right? I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. yeah. And what's his name still around? But I don't think he was a P.I. I think he was <sighs> operating as like an officer of the court for the judge. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then Rockford was you know just uh, just up past Malibu there. Um, well, that's, anyways, I, I don't know. I was gonna say, our, our our interviewee might have a few <laughs> things to say about that because I feel like this is in his his space where he would enjoy talking about. This. Oh, I'm not sharing this with him. Oh, all right, fine. We're not gonna we're gonna not divulge <laughs> this to Eric because he'll take it and he'll turn it into comic gold. Uh, part of me has to acknowledge too that I don't think anybody can, the Veronica. Mar- well, the funny part is is the last Veronica Mars series was built around the idea that Veronica Mars is like uh, pushing forty, and I'm kind of like. I don't know if anybody cares about any of these people I, <laughs> I enjoy anymore. They will. They'll learn to appreciate mm. it. Just get Columbo in there some way, somehow, even so, though Peter Falk is gone and we're good. That's right. Columbo. Uh, uh, give Kevin Pollack some uh, some voice work. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, in digging through all this, I found an episode of something. What the heck was it? Uh, shoot. I can't remember, but... Um, it had uh, just to make it all ghostbustery. Casey Kasem was was a guest star as a Universal Studios Columbo impersonator. Oh, that's really funny. It was. That's uh, really funny. Uh, Casey and Gene Kasem. Uh, but uh, and you know you know uh, what's his name uh, Jeff Goldblum had that uh, short lived series with Ben Vereen. Uh, yes. Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Yes. Like I, and he he's kind of a, a wacky, happy-go-lucky guy. I bet you we could get a Jeff Goldblum oh, I would, yeah, into this uh, series. Ten out of ten would watch <laughs> anything with Goldblum. That's how that works there. So so networks who are being swamped by uh, cable and streaming networks, uh, hit me up. I think I got your your big <laughs> event for the year. To Peacock, here it. Uh, well, let's. Uh, I I just realized, Chris, that we haven't had Eric Burnham on the show in way too long the last the last show that eric was on was back in 2016 he was talking yeah. about ghostbusters get real and um man i i miss talking to this guy so we got to get him on the line here we got to do this let's let's do it let's, oh, do let's it. see how do i i forget how to, beep, it's been boop, so boop, long boop, since beep. we've done an interview let's see uh, how i hey eric hey, hey there he is hey eric hey, how eric. are you i'm doing pretty good how about you guys good man uh long time no Cold, speak man <laughs> It certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris is currently snowed in and will be snowed mm-hmm. in for the next 24 hours. How, how are you holding up? Are you uh, snowed in as well or no? Oh, no. Just got like a four or five inch of powder. And, uh, you know, there's supposed to be some more uh, some more snow this weekend. But for the most part, hopefully uh, I'll miss it. On, on the other hand, I have to drive through a, a blizzard to go to Iowa. Oh, so man. that'll be fun. Hopefully, hopefully it'll it'll be less uh, less than they're predicting. That that will be ideal. <laughs> uh, a blizzard to go to Iowa for a, a conventioner or uh... Uh, no, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm doing a signing at a friend's store. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. hopefully, hopefully, you can make it and get that signing uh, underway. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's we'll 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 see what happens. It's. Uh, 
you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of snow, but coming slow so that the plows should be able to keep up. Yeah. Here's hoping. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, how, how the hell are you, man? I was just telling Chris, we haven't had you on the show since uh, 2016 and I'm both oh, embarrassed by that and kind of shocked. I can't believe it. Oh my goodness. It's been that long, hasn't it? Yeah. I, wow. Yeah. How is that possible? I mean, you're a busy dude. You got a lot going on. Uh, well, everybody's um, busy. <laughs> right? I mean, that's how it works. It's, it's everything just, you know, life gets away. Everybody's busy. It's, you know, it happens. So, uh, but, uh yeah. so what have you been up to for the last three years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's been existential dread. You've seen the news. Um, <laughs> true, but, uh, no, no, just, uh, just, <laughs> You really, you really should have opened by asking him, Troy. Uh, so, are you still working on that book? What were you working on? <laughs> what was the what name was of that book that you were working on? Yeah, well, really. It, I mean, because we've we didn't talk to you for the the Transformers crossover. Um, I mean, there's been quite a bit that we haven't had a chance to talk to you about. But uh, sure. so, I, I mean, but I, being that uh, year one is coming out on Wednesday, as people listen yeah. to this, because we're going to drop this on on Monday. Uh, tell us about that book. What, where did that come about? Why are you excited about that one and, and what's in store on Wednesday? Oh, geez. Well, I, I'm excited about it because I love working on the Ghostbusters. I, I always have and uh, continue to do so. I love working with Dan and Luis. It's great. And um, what it is is uh, we wanted to do, especially with the uh, the movie, the new movie coming out that, uh, that's been uh, hitting the nostalgia buttons, uh, we wanted to do something that looked back on uh, their career, the stuff that was suggested in the first movie, but not actually shown. That's what we wanted to do mm. and that they finally agreed to let us do, you know, stuff like uh, Winston's first bust or um, a scene where, where, where Egon and Ray were introduced in college, little things like that. Um, and uh, it's just, it's just been a lot of fun. I'm all done with it now. And, and Dan is, uh, gosh, uh, I think he's days away from finishing issue three. Oh man! So uh, of of the four issue, it's four issues, right? It's just a four it issue is. menu. So mm-hmm. uh, almost almost nearing the finish line, at least on the production side. But mm-hmm. um, so so wait. So in terms of this going back to year one, is this being kind of done in conjunction now with Ghost Core? How what are the lines here between the IDW verse and the movie verse? And are there still kind of can you play in in certain canons uh, and and they're going to allow it or what what's that collaboration like? Oh, uh, it's 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 the same as it's been in this case. It's uh, set before where we started uh, the ongoing series, obviously. Um, so we're doing stuff that doesn't contradict anything that we did in the comics, and we're doing stuff that uh, doesn't contradict anything that was in the movies. Obviously, they wouldn't let us do it sure. anyway. You know, get away with that. But uh, no, we're just we're just having fun with uh, with a story that uh, until the movie comes out, um, we uh, they're they're going to be very focused on on that. Obviously, clearly. Yeah. So uh, doing doing new things with the characters will will be on hold. Probably, it's my guess, my speculation. Uh, but doing old things <laughs> is much easier. <laughs> so um, so yeah, it's it's uh, we'll we'll see. I. Uh, it's it's all speculation on on that point, but I mean it was just it was a fun idea that we wanted to do that went hand in hand with uh, what they're doing with the movie and and also wouldn't um, wouldn't contradict yeah uh, wouldn't 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 get in the way of um, so I mean it's just you know it's it's our way to have some fun with the same feel without you know uh, hitting any any points that they're uh, that they're aiming to hit in the movie. Well, it's, it seems kind of fitting to me that you're starting with Winston too, because one of the things that I love that you've done over the years uh, with the book, the IDW book, is really fleshed out Winston and given him a, a whole lot of of stuff to do and and backstory and uh, given him a love that he lost, uh, which is still heartbreaking to this day, uh, several years later. Um, mm-hmm. uh, why why start with Winston? Uh, what what was the what was the thinking behind there? Well, there's a couple of reasons for it. The first reason is. We love Winston. I do. Dan does. Tom does, especially, uh, you know, since we uh, we threw the Marine background in there. But um, it was uh, a way to give Winston a little bit more because, you know, working uh, in between the scenes of the first movie, he doesn't show up right away. So some of the stuff that we're going to do would be by necessity have a little bit less Winston. So we had to uh, figure out ways to work in into a couple of issues. Um 
and and as a trade off we we just you know got his uh, got his spotlight uh, out first so yeah. i mean that's uh, that's the way we did that i mean we did we did get a way to uh, to work him into the second issue we had him uh, we set uh, uh, the second issue is Ray focused and going back to the library after the librarian. So we set that after Winston was hired. So we were able to get him in on that. Um, the third issue was set just before he was hired. So he's a little he's a little uh, bit less in that. The the uh, preview the solicit is out now. Uh, I should say not the preview. And that's uh, you know the at the uh, the Casey Kasem bit the fashionable nightclub the Rose that's so yes, <laughs> yes. that's we uh, that's we have an issue three and so I mean Winston wasn't there so he was a little bit less in that um, so yeah it was it was uh, we 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 got him in where we could where where uh, the timeline of the movie and the continuity allowed and uh, just you know led with him because again we love Winston that's all. so the third episode or third issue is the pretty pesky poltergeists. That's the one. And, and then can you tease what the fourth is yet, or is that still uh, classified? Well, uh, the fourth the fourth issue is Egon. And, um, and uh, yeah, no, in this one, I, I wanted to, uh, to show their first experience using the containment unit. Ah. It's untested uh, until, you know, until they put something in it. It's untested. They don't know it needs to be calibrated or if it's hundred percent working and well, things go wrong. So that gives us, uh, that gives us a little bit of, uh, Egon versus Slimer. Oh, interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, okay. So if you had to compare the two of these, uh, to v- compare transformers, uh, ghostbusters to, uh, ghostbusters year one, uh, which one is more difficult and which one is more, um, uh, or should I say less complex for Dan to have to illustrate? <laughs> well, the Transformers is clearly <laughs> the one that's more complex. I think he told me that he, he uh, needed uh, needed all kinds of splints and uh, oh, and uh, ibuprofens and, and such after dealing with uh, with the uh, perspective on the robots. But no, it's uh, there was there was just a lot more for him to draw. And even when. Uh, we begged Dan to draw less. He draws more. So that with the transformers that gave him a lot of extra detail to draw. So I think that was a little bit more complex for him. Um, that said, <laughs> he, he does still draw every, uh, every line on every building in Manhattan when we're doing a <laughs> ghostbuster story. So I, I really, you know, it's, it's all it's, he's, he's going to find a way to draw more. <laughs> Even though so you tell the guy, really no save answer. yourself. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, you know, sometimes all right. Don't put anything in the background. There's a background there when I get this, when I get the pages back and, uh, you know, we, we try to find ways to make it easier on Dan, but he's, he, he just can't help himself. God love him. And it's, uh, it always turns out great. Oh my, I was going to ask if you put, you know, in your scripts, uh, in your captions or something like Dan, don't worry about, uh, drawing X, Y, or Z or Dan, please don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. Yes, I do. I, in caps, I bold <laughs> it, I underline it, I put it in red and he, if he feels like ignoring that note, he does. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there's, there's been stuff. I, uh, I, I, uh, we were talking about this in another interview, the, uh, the third issue of, of year one with the rose, I said, okay, so we're in a nightclub, which means there's a lot of dark and there's a lot of smoke. So you won't have to worry about the, he drew the club anyway, and then put the dark and the smoke over it is what <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't cheat when he could have. That's the kind of guy Dan is. <laughs> well, uh, I have to praise you. I mean, we're praising Dan for his complexity and his artwork, but, um, cause we didn't have a chance to talk to you during the crossing over, uh, mini series, oh, yeah. which uh, the, the different voices, the different styles that you had to write in that he had to draw in. Um, I, I, I am very, uh, remiss in not reaching out to you and just telling you what a joy that was because it was so complex and you captured all of the voices. And I know that had to have been a, a lot of hard work, but it also just shows how you've mastered, not just the IDW verse Ghostbusters, but the answer the call Ghostbusters and the real Ghostbusters and uh, the, the the tiny eight bit Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I I had to <laughs> Dan drew them in, and I'm just like Dan, they're right there, they're right the focus of the page. You can't miss them. We have to do something with them now, and I don't know what. <laughs> I, I got the pages back, and I just I, I had to figure out something that could be done with, with uh, with those Ghostbusters. And as it turned out, you know, part uh, uh, pairing them up with uh, with our Golem, 
mic. Right. And uh, and and RoboBuster was just a weird couple of pages that that was so much unexpected fun and we got we got some good responses from uh, from people about that because nobody was expecting that at all. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of it just kind of uh, it just kind of happened on the page and uh, it was a blast and that was all because I, I needed to do something with the little eight bit Ghostbusters Dan decided to put in there and and that was what we came up with. I mean, uh, this is a, a cliche question, so forgive me, but do you have a favorite voice to write in now that you've played in all of these different sort of pawns for the Ghostbusters, all of the different multiverse pawns? Oh, geez. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still having, uh, just a blast with the, uh, the main four, but I mean, there are some jokes that work better with some characters and, uh, having fun with writing a joke is a lot of the fun of writing Ghostbusters. But, um, you know, I, I I find myself enjoying writing uh, just deadpan sarcasm with Egon a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's been a lot of fun. Um, Peter is, you know, and he's an easy voice to to uh, to work with. Uh, Holtzman and Patty are fun to write. Um, the uh, the amping up uh, the the of the personalities with the real Ghostbusters that's fun. I mean, it's all fun. It's it's you know it's it's. Uh, what you know what what's your what's your favorite happy experience you know what i mean that's what it basically boils down to i i enjoy all of them when i'm when i'm working on a scene and it seems like you get a uh an opportunity to pair a lot of these characters up with voices that also kind of help bring out the the best or the stereotypical characteristics of those you know when you have the turtles uh dealing with egon and the absurdity of the environment around them or uh, mm-hmm. Patty with, or not, uh, uh, Holtzman with Egon, you know, pairing the two mm-hmm. of them together and seeing how they interact. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's a lot of fun to see on all of these crossovers. It's always a lot of fun to see you guys do. Well, I mean, and, and that is, and that's a, another thing that we, we enjoy because I mean, the, uh, the equipment working the way it does, the ghosts are going to be busted, you know, more or less the same way with, with a few exceptions, but the reactions to things that they see are going to be different for every character and every instance and every story. And so that's where a lot of the, the extra fun is had. So, uh, yeah, no, it's just, I'm just, I'm thinking back over the stuff now and, and giddy because I had a blast. I'm, I'm still loving this. And, uh, boy, it's been a while since I thought of crossing over. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was like, we you haven't know? talked to you about the 35th anniversary issue. We haven't talked about crossing right. over. We haven't talked about transformers. Yep. This is what uh, happens when, when we're uh, neglectful in, in scheduling you onto the podcast, Eric, we just well, have to, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like I said, it's okay. We, everybody, everybody gets insanely busy because everybody's got a million projects. You've got a little one, you've got all kinds of things going on. And, uh, I, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm amazed that, uh, I can get half the stuff that I want to get done, done because everything crops up in life. Yeah. somehow <laughs> totally well, you're working like, you on know, other projects too and yeah mm-hmm. uh, well when i mean it's good to hear you say that you're still having fun because when did you start was it 2009 2010 when did you start on the idw books the the stuff that uh, i i started writing it in 2010 2010 i was i was doing the first uh, the, the writing on on infestation which came out in march of Man. 2011 and uh, in March of 2011 is when Dan asked, excuse me, when uh, Tom asked for uh, for a pitch. And uh, when I started writing the ongoing, uh, it was that same month, and it came out in September of that year. So, um, yeah, uh, it's it's years. been it's it's years. been that's right. Uh, and you know, I'm 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 loving it. Uh, I'm I'm glad. I want I want I want to keep going. I don't want to stop. And uh, you know, so hopefully Dan doesn't want to stop either because you know he's he's been uh, instrumental in, in getting some of this crazy stuff onto the page. Uh, especially with you know when they throw us stuff like uh, like Transformers, I, I mean that was uh, that was a huge surprise uh, that they allowed us to do that, and it was so much fun to just uh, figure out a way to make these characters work together, and then it was fun playing Peter off a of Starscream. Yeah. So I mean it was a it was a hoot uh, for, for you know I mean it, Transformers was one of the things that I really enjoyed when I was a kid, so. Uh, <laughs> it was it was just it was it was it was playing it was even more so than the, than the Ninja Turtles because they got to the Transformers first so it was it was really playing in the toy box that 
Well, and I know we talked about this when we talked about the, the Turtles crossover, but how those types of crossovers like Transformers, where where do those come from? Do those come from IDW or is this, you know, you uh, and and the, the team like Tom spitballing ideas as to where you could take miniseries or certain crossovers? Where, where do those originate? They, they come out uh, in, in many possible ways. Sometimes uh, IDW has an idea of something that they want to do. And they asked me uh, if I can come up with a story for it um, with the Ninja Turtles. With the first one, it was very much me and Tom sitting around saying it would be a lot of fun to do this because he was writing the ongoing Turtles. I was writing Ghostbusters. It would just be a fun thing to do. And, you know, it was uh, Transformers uh, because it was the 35th anniversary for both franchises. Uh, Sony got with Hasbro to make the uh, the Ectotron Transformer. And uh, that was in that's I mean, you know how long toys take to make that was yeah. in the works for a while uh, before they let us know about it. And then it became, well, maybe we should do a comic. Do you have any ideas? <laughs> and, you know, it was it was it was like that. So, I mean, um, the, the existence of the toy uh, opened the door to doing this kind of a, a project, which I mean, before the toy was in the works, I don't think anybody would have taken the idea seriously. And uh, it, and I thought it worked beautifully it was a lot of uh it was a lot of fun and the uh the the fans of both groups seem to enjoy it yeah. more than you know more than hate it because <laughs> well, i mean you know with fans you never know how it's going to go yeah and and i think that's it's kind of because they trust you i mean going back to saying how you know i i love how you write all of these characters and their voices and and you've captured the, the tone and the spirit and the humor and everything so well that you know, I think if, if at this point uh, they said, well, we're doing a, a Bill and Ted Ghostbusters crossover or we're doing a, a whatever it ends up being like, I I trust Eric uh, completely. Whatever he wants to do with it, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, God, Bill and Ted. That would be something. Uh, that would be something right there for sure. That would be I, I, I this is a funny coincidence because I, I just watched uh, I just watched the Bill and Ted movies uh, a week ago. <laughs> yeah, you got to get ready for, for the third one. Yeah. It's true. I just like I said. I mean, I, I was I was on a whim. I saw that they were they were streaming, so I watched them a week ago, and it just you know it was it's a so it's a funny coincidence. And now I'm imagining how that would work in my head, and that's uh, and that's a hoot. But um, yeah, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that would be uh, that would be fun to to bounce off it. And uh, I mean, it's not that I, people do ask, and I would like to you know get back to doing a just a, a Ghostbusters focused uh, series again, like, like year one is. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's uh, for, for now it's, it's easier uh, to, to uh, sometimes just do the things that, uh, that don't get in the way of, of the stories that are, that are in the movies or stuff that's, you know, uh, something that people can say, uh, I'm going to count this as something that counts or I'm going to ignore this like a crossover does. I mean, that's all. It's just sometimes that's why uh, the, they work a little bit better. I'm babbling. I'm, I'm trying to figure out, uh, in the middle of a sentence, what I'm going to say. And that's always fun. <laughs> that's, it's a writer's worst nightmare. I know it's, it's, it's true. Well, I mean, you know, it's just like, where was I going? I don't remember. I've got to get through this sentence well, somehow. I feel like it's uh, so, you know, in, in bringing it back to ghostbusters year one, you, you're now having to go back in time, you know, to that, that first year of, of 1984, uh, where the Ghostbusters originated, but you had so many stories that I'm sure you still wanted to tell with your ongoing series that took place in, I guess we can in air quotes say present day. Uh, you know that that continuation of the story. Um, what, uh, do you still want to do that? Please tell me you still want to do that because I still oh, want to see where you want to take those characters. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's always it's always a question of of where they're going to allow the characters. Uh, if the characters, if the if the comics are considered uh, hard canon uh well then everything else uh affects them you know if, yeah. if there's uh if there's a novel uh if there is a tv show if there is you know well the movie here as well uh you know hard stakes what happens in their future and so uh i'm waiting to find out whether it's something where you know we can just uh th all the stuff that happened still happened and you know it just kind of uh you know, is not referenced by the movie or whether it's like Disney and star Wars. And it's like all this stuff didn't actually happen. We're only counting this. And, you know, you can enjoy the, the rest of the expanded universe as you will or won't. I'm not sure which way that's going to go yet. I haven't been told, but uh, if they say that all of a sudden we're in no way Canon, which uh, we used to be considered, uh, you know, the history, 
Uh, but if, if if they suddenly say we're not, I mean, that opens up something else too. All of a sudden, anything can happen. <laughs> I was going to say, does that do you do you like the the possibility of that? You know, say t- Tom comes to you tomorrow and says, "Great news, uh, Ghost Corps wants all of our books moving forward to be in the canon." Uh, bad news, everything that you have written is now in the legends. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have a clean slate. You can now sort of. Blank, blank page, start anew and, and take these characters in a totally different direction. Um, are you are you up for that? Or is that kind of like, well, I'll let somebody else do that because I've, well, no, I've got I mean, my stories. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'd be up for that. It gives me a chance to, to change some things that I did that I didn't like or that I didn't think of. But, um, you know, I mean, you always have hindsight going on in there. But for a lot of it... Uh, if you remember uh, back when uh, they rebooted Superman in the 80s and they took out all the Silver Age stuff. Right. Well, look at what happened over the next 15 years. They added it all back in very slowly. <laughs> uh, uh, not everything, but I mean, you know, eventually eventually, you're, you got back to the point by, by uh, you know, 99, 2000, just about everything that had been taken out by John Byrne was added back in. And... You know, so I mean, I, it, I, I, knowing myself, I would probably do something like that. Would I do something? Uh, would I? Would I? Would everything turn out the exact same way? No, but that doesn't mean you wouldn't see some of the same things that I that I thought were good additions that I liked make their way back in under this hypothetical circumstance. I don't know. I mean, it depends on what they would tell me that I was allowed to do and not allowed to do, I guess. Yeah. And, and who's to say that three or four years down uh, the line as you're continuing your fourth year of your ongoing series, fingers crossed, uh, <laughs> that a, a, a portal appears and all of a sudden uh, a character's hand comes through and pulls them into a world and, oh, hey, all of a sudden the, the IDW verse as it was uh, four years ago continues to remain or something. That would be exactly. Cool. Exactly. It's it's. Any of that stuff is possible because comics can comics can easily do that. So, it's uh, once we set up the the multiverse idea that seems to be everywhere now. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just uh, it's 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 all of a sudden really really jumped into the into the popularity um, in in bigger things than comics because of you know the TV and movies are are playing uh, fast with this stuff as well now too. So it feels you know. Uh, like we, uh, we, you know, we were early into this stuff and now it feels like we're playing late, but no, uh, since, since it is such a, uh, recognized and accepted trope and we have all these, you know, multiple universes within the Ghostbusters canon and it could just be one more is, super smooth. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, in the lexicon, everybody knows multiverse now or parallel mm-hmm. universes or yeah. Um, mm-hmm. is, is there a, a multiverse or a, a parallel universe that you haven't gotten to play in, in terms of Ghostbusters yet that you're kind of keeping, keeping out hope that you might be able to play with? Uh, you know, we got to use just about everything that exists in some form or another. Uh, I, th- I think the only things that, that didn't actually show up were, were, uh, uh, you know, uh, when Dan had, uh, you know, had, had ideas for, for uh, drawing in uh, unused ideas, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. concept art that he had saw that uh, that he had seen that he wanted to throw in there, and they're like, eh, "No, let's not do that. Let's just do the stuff that has been, you know, seen." And I'm sure, you know, he he he's you know snuck in more than than I would ever even notice. <laughs> but, say, uh, say no more, lest lest they hear and know that it's yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's because he, he you know he's he's quick, but uh, but no, no. I mean, for the most part, I think we've gotten. Uh, everything that has been available. I'm trying to think if we missed anything. I can't think of anything that we missed. I want people to not say the filmation Ghostbusters because no, that's not the same thing. Stop. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, yeah, we we've uh, we played it. It's the only thing now is to uh, you know uh, keep keep mining the uh, the veins that uh, that we have and you know find some new ones eventually. How how do you feel uh you know with with Ghostbusters Afterlife coming this summer um and and as a storyteller yourself that had to sort of sit and figure out where these characters would go and forecast their their arcs and and things that would challenge them um how do you feel about seeing the direction that the the cinematic universe the the films are are heading in Well I mean I've I've seen no more than anybody else who has seen the trailer. I mean that's that's all I've got uh, to go on and uh, I'm digging it. I like the uh, I like the nostalgia obviously. Uh it's uh it it looks like it could be fun. I have no idea where the story is going to go. Um uh, well no not entirely not no idea. They they did tell me 
<laughs> they did tell me things to avoid. Oh, that's you know, so good. I mean, okay. I, mean, I could do some do detective work. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, I can do some. I can do a little bit of de- detective work. But I mean, I don't. I, 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 uh, I, I don't. It's not like I read the script. Um, but it's uh, no, no. It looks fun, and uh, I like. Uh, I like what I've seen. I like the the feel of what I've seen. It's just a teaser, so you know. I mean, I'm I'm walking in optimistic, the same as I did with the last one, and uh, you know, I'm sure I'll uh, enjoy quite a bit. And I'm sure there'll be things that I'll look and go, I would have done that differently because I can't help myself because I've been working on this for a while. <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> but for, no, seriously, uh, I'm 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 just looking forward to uh, to seeing it and enjoying it and, and hope that it you know, makes everybody happy and, uh, expands the ability of what we're able to do. And, you know, maybe I get a chance to do some, some, uh, just keep working with Ghostbusters and maybe expand what I do to things beyond comics would be super awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like you, you could see these characters in the teaser trailer and you see, uh, uh McKenna Grace's Phoebe, uh, go into this, uh, basement with her PKE meter. And, and as a writer, you're probably going, Ooh, Oh, I wonder what mm-hmm. I could do with that. And, uh, mm-hmm. start projecting things of your own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying not to. I'm really. I'm. I'm trying hard not to, uh, you know, come up with any stories until I see where they end. Uh, it's hard not to, but I mean, it's. It's. I just. It looks. It looks fun, and yeah. uh, that's. I mean, that's. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Fun. So. Uh, well, so so one one last question for me and Chris. I, I'm sorry, I've been hogging all the time here. Uh, well, are, are you still there? Are you snowed you, in? You, yeah. You've Did been they... hogging. You've been yeah. hogging nothing. It's just like on these uh, these Skype calls. I feel like I'm a uh, half second out of step and all this. So I just I, I'm happy to just sit in the background and listen. Oh, okay. If I think of something. I'll, I'll jump in. I was gonna say, speak speak up if I'm like uh, you know not not letting you get a word in. But uh, well, you keep stealing all my questions uh, there. So that's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, well, so the one thing I did want to talk about, Eric, is, you know, you've been on this project for 10 years, this particular intellectual property project, um, and all with IDW. Uh, tell me about the partnership there. It seems like they're super supportive and you've been working with Tom that entire time. Um, mm-hmm. how, how are they as, as a publisher to be working with on something that could be challenging like a licensed property like this? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I've worked on a lot of licensed properties in fact, uh, just about exclusively licensed properties with IDW, and it's all been it's all been very good. The um, the licensors have been very clear about what they do and don't want. So if I turn in a pitch or a script and they don't like something, they're they're clear enough about what they don't want that it's an easy fix. Um, usually, for the most part, though, they've been clear enough up front that there haven't been any uh, major. Uh, the major fixes have been few and far between, which oh, is awesome. Good. Yeah, uh, the editors are clear about what they want, what they don't want, um, and have just been, you know, just been a dream to work with. Which, you know, I mean, it's the kind of the uh, the ideal uh, situations. The it's uh, yeah, no, it's been good down the line from uh, from top to bottom, working with everybody there, and uh, I I just appreciate that they continue to hire me and allow me to uh, do the stuff I've been doing. I've been enjoying it and enjoying the process of working with them and the process of working on the stuff that I have. So, uh, yeah, no, I love working with them. Yeah. And, and much as we, as, as fans and readers trust you with the voices and, uh, and, and know that it's in good hands. I'm sure that by this point, uh, IDW and ghost core and, uh, Sony and everybody involved goes, well, Eric's writing it. Oh, it's fine. We're good. Uh, we'll just double so check far. everything and everything's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. So far. I, the, the, the one thing that I, that I, uh, live in fear of, and I, this happened to me with the Ninja Turtles, um, was I was writing a, I was writing a script for, um, for a magazine in the UK. So just a little, you know, 12 page comic that goes in the middle of the magazine. And it was the, uh, the, the animated, the 2012 Ninja Turtles, the Nickelodeon series. Right. Right. And I came up with a joke, uh, about a Yeti, uh, Donatello had a little hologram projector and there was a Yeti joke and it came back and they said, in a year and a half, we're doing an episode with a Yeti. So you can't use this joke. <laughs> Is it is it the okay. same as what you're is it the same as what you're doing? No. <laughs> is, is it a hologram joke? No. It's an actual yeti? Yes. 
well, it, it, if it's different, I don't understand. <laughs> they just it's 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 the same thing. You can't do it. So I mean, something like that. Uh, you know, sometimes you can make your case, and sometimes they're just like it's this. It's you know, it's too similar. Uh, don't do it. And I, I those kind of situations make me nervous. And whenever there's a situation where there's a bunch of projects, TV, movies, you know, like the novelizations, all that kind of stuff uh, happening with a bunch of other original fiction, a bunch of other authors. I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm aware that that kind of thing can happen. So, I mean, that's the only thing that makes me nervous, but it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, maybe, you know, uh, if, if things go well and we've got another sequel and an animated sh- uh, show and an animated movie and all sorts of other Ghostbusters stuff going on, then, uh, that would be a good problem to have where they say, Hey, Eric, we're going to do that in an episode of the show, uh, hold yeah. back or, or even better, you're writing the show, Eric. So you would already that, know that. Let's just throw that yeah. out there. I would, I would love that. Yes. No, but I mean, it's, it's, uh, that means, yeah, no, that means that there's success, uh, and success is what we want in all these, uh, endeavors. So it's a good thing. It's a good problem. Do you do you have any other because pro- you know we've we've been focusing mainly on the comic stuff but uh, I'm a huge fan of your Tobin Spirit Guide uh, is is there something there I mean I, I don't want you to say too much because if you've got an idea I don't want you to say it here on the uh, the podcast and then there's like wait a minute I'm gonna do that mm-hmm. but <laughs> is is there something that you would like to do that's more in in like a, a prose or a reference or uh, do you enjoy doing that or do you do you want to stick to just the the comic panels themselves. No, no, I enjoy doing that, and uh, when the opportunity presents itself, uh, I hope to do some more of it. I have pitches out, and sometimes the pitches, I mean, you know, over and above just Ghostbusters, but with Ghostbusters included as well, I've, you know, I've pitched stuff, and sometimes it's been, yes, we can do that, and sometimes it's, no, we can't, sometimes it's, we can't yet, but get back to us in a year, Um, you know, things like that. So, uh, no, I'd like to do more prose stuff. And uh, a matter of fact, I did write a prose story for an anthology last year. I don't have any idea when it's coming out. It's not, it's not licensed. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't necessarily be on any radars, but, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not sure when that will be announced, but it was a lot of fun to do. And, uh, you know, kind of got me, uh, itching to do some more or something a little bit longer. Although my, my, uh, it, it, it would be hard to work on a novel, uh, unless I was really in love with the story because I have a, an attention span <laughs> problem with my own writing sometimes. Uh, so, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, comic, comics, a few thousand words, sc- even, even a screenplay, uh, we, you know, is, 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 uh, a little bit less, uh, less focus than a novel in some cases. I've got to make myself do it. I know, but uh, I haven't, I haven't found the story that makes me uh, sit down and focus yet. Well, that, um, that's, but, I mean, that's yeah. why I bring it up is because I, I just throw your name out there for writing an animated series. And then I go like, I wonder if Eric even wants to do that. God, yes. No, it would be a lot of fun. I mean, they, they, the very first thing that I ever got paid for writing was um, uh, was a screenplay revision. <laughs> oh, really? So, I mean, that was, yeah, that was the first money I ever got for writing anything. And this was, um, gosh, this was several years before uh, before I even wrote a first, you know, a creator-owned comic. Uh, so it was, it, was a, it was a long stretch before. I was just, I was, you know, I was taking a, a college class uh, that was offered on a lark because the, the teacher had... Uh, he had produced a, you know, the kind of movie that goes on HBO at two o'clock in the morning, just a super cheap, uh, crime drama. Yeah. And it had a terrible title. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what the title was, but uh, the funny thing about it is uh, if it's ever, um, if it's ever a uh, street gun was the name of the, t- it was, it was street bad gun street gun was the ah, name that was chosen for it. Uh, but I mean, I can point out locations near where I live. <laughs> <laughs> In this movie, as well as, you know, locations in the Twin Cities. And uh, his, he had a good anecdote about, uh, you know, stunt guy owed him a favor. So he he, uh, he got thrown off a 10-story building onto a uh, a thing of empty cardboard boxes, got up and uh, said, all right, we're done, and then walked off. So it was uh, – <laughs> I, I like this story about the stuntman. But, yeah, anyway, no, so he had he had another script that he was thinking about producing and, and, and had me do a, a rewrite of it. And that was the first thing he ever got paid to do. And so, I mean, it's, I have a fondness for, for the format. Would love to do, you know, animated or TV or movies or something like that again in the future. But uh, comics, uh, 
is not lesser to me. I, I enjoy keeping busy with comics and, uh, you know, hope to do more, uh, more of that as well, just in general, because I never feel busy enough. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You can never yeah. be busy enough, right? If you're no. trying to, trying so. to, in gig work, you're trying to line everything up and you go, wait, what have I got two years from now? Wait, that's two mm-hmm. years from now. Why am I even thinking about that? It's well, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's always either feast or famine. I was working nonstop. And then all of a sudden there was three months where I, I didn't have any work. Uh, to do because, you know, stuff was either on hold or uh, the green light wasn't, you know, it wasn't go yet. Um, I, I had stuff that I knew that I needed to be working on, but it wasn't, it wasn't available for me to work on yet. And I couldn't work ahead for, you know, various reasons. Other people had to, had to have input first. So it was three months where I was just sitting around with nothing to do and it was driving me crazy. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure. It's just like, what do you I know? do now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, so speaking so, of what, what, what else are you working on now besides uh, year one, you said was finished on your end. Uh, is there anything mm-hmm. else that you can talk about that you're working on? Did, did you work on the, the IDW board game too, the blackout game or, or no? Not, no, not on blackout. I didn't okay. have to do anything on that. Um, I, uh, I, I have had, uh, some other involvement in other things that uh, I can't talk about yet. To be announced. I, okay. I, I almost, yes, I almost said, I said, is it available? Can I see it yet? And I, 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 I can't convince my brain that it's something that I can talk about yet. Nobody's told me no. Nobody's told me yes. So yeah, there's, there's a few other things that, that are in the works um, that I've done some writing for. Um, in addition to that, that short story that I mentioned before, I did uh, some other little bits and bobs and uh, and a couple of synopsis uh, that I've been doing revisions on for some coming things. And, uh, turned one of those in yesterday, and um, and then uh, then the other things I've been working on. Geez, I've been uh, I have three, four, four, four uh, creator-owned things. The kind of things I the ideas that occurred to me when I had that three-month break that I didn't want. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so uh, there are four uh, four things that I'm noodling around with that are creator owned. Um, one of them I really like, but it is it's a little bit it's dark comedy, and it is uh, it's got kind of a down ending. Which again, going back to the news, I don't really feel like working on that uh, right yeah, now. A little focusing too depressing on that, to, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm looking for something a little bit more uh, upbeat. Um, I have. Uh, I have uh, one that uh, that Dan and I were kicking around that is a science fictiony kind of thing, and uh, you know eventually I'll, I'll just write the whole thing and, and send it over to him and see where see what he thinks about it. But it's it's not high priority for him yet because he's too busy, so it hasn't been you know I haven't the fire hasn't been lit. Um, there is uh, there, what was the other one? There was a another science fictiony kind of thing that I'm, that I'm working on now and I'm actually just writing it by, by thumbnailing it. And I'll, I might just wind up drawing the thing. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah. Because I, I often forget that you're an artist yourself and you've done all these awesome, uh, sketches and alternate covers and, uh, yeah, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> just do all the work, Eric, just yeah, do it all. It's, it's, it's so much more work. It's so much more work, <laughs> uh, obviously. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about doing that and it's, uh, just a goofy little, uh, goofy little idea that could be fun we'll uh, we'll see and then uh, then the fourth one is one that i had sent off uh it's kind of a just a high adventure indiana jonesy kind of uh kind of a pastiche uh not really indiana jones but if i if i said what it was a pastiche of it would it would you know make things a lot more <laughs> a lot more cl- people are like hey wait a minute all of a sudden wait i have an idea this minute. is great yeah exactly but, uh, but no just just that kind of uh, that kind of adventure uh that that tone is the other thing that i have uh that i have a story written up um that really uh if i went to outline it probably eh, you'd probably be written pretty quickly but um yeah, no, a lot of ums. I'm trying to, you know, just, I'm trying to talk about stuff that that really isn't, you know, make it sound still, interesting, and yeah, it's really not very far. Are, are the back to the, the back to the future books are finished at this point too, right? They are, yes. That's why, I mean, as far as I know, they they could be working on something in the background that I'm not aware of. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I. Uh, I think they're, I think they're over unless, like I said, unless they're working on something in the background, I haven't heard anything. They haven't reached out to me about anything. I was going to say uh, cut to tomorrow where you get the call that, uh, yeah. Hey, Bob Gale's got an idea, and yeah. Seriously, um, that's that's kind of how it works sometimes. <laughs> I'll be I'll be talking about something, and uh, you know, joking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, yeah, next day I get an email. Why did you talk about this? You you know, we uh, we're working on this right now. I, uh, uh, I had oh no God. idea. <laughs> I had no idea, and then yes. I mean, so that, that, um, that's the, again, uh, one of the advantages of you being so busy is that, uh, you could be involved in something that you are just sort of spitballing right now. And that's why I want to be careful what we say too. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> well, you know, comic, 
comics do move fast. So, I mean, yeah, anything, <laughs> anything could come up, uh, quickly. But basically. I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Eric Burnham, Dorkin, uh, Bill and Ted Ghostbusters crossover is coming next year. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's going <laughs> to, you see, oh God. I if, pre-order if, that. Yeah. See? see, there we go. Yes. Done. Yeah, that's exactly. We'll put that out to the universe and see what happens. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Put it out there. Put it out there. The worst, the, the worst that could happen, I guess it's not the worst that could happen. The worst that could happen is that it doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the, the, and the, and the best that could happen is, you know, why were you talking about them with this thing that you didn't know was happening? Uh, so, you know, one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Had no idea. Had no idea. Uh, um, well, you're you're a busy man. We've taken up so much of your time, but uh, Chris, did did I miss anything that uh, we wanted to pick Eric's brain about? Since we haven't talked to him in so long, I feel like we could just keep talking for another hour and take up more of his time. Not really. You hit on the fact that there's only so much we can ask him <laughs> that he can <laughs> reply to. Eric Burnham, yeah. this and is your he, life. Yeah. He mentioned uh, a lot of what's coming up, sort of thing. I guess mine is a, a kind of a broad follow up to. Up to this point, IDW has had very little, very few gaps in in the run of, of Ghostbusters. So right now we're sitting at year one takes us to April, but the movie's July. Like, are we, is it fair to say that fairly soon we'll kind of hear what the next steps are for that gap between year one and movie? Um, I mean, maybe. In, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be coy here. In this case, it's it's a matter of uh, it's a matter of uh, when they when they decide to let me know what I'm pitching for, or if they have some other stuff they want me to do, or if they want to, right? You know, yeah, hold off and just release a collection around the movie. Mm. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know right now. As far as I know, uh, besides the stuff that I have uh, stuff that I have pitched them as ideas that they haven't said yes or no to, that's the only thing that I know that's going on. Yeah, my my assumption would be that it'd be awfully strange for them to leave, you know, three or four months blank around the movie, anyways. So, um, and I, of course, like I said, there's only so much you can you can talk yeah. about, anyways. Yeah, it's so. it's true, it's true. So yeah, and, I mean, I'm and like saying, more to the wood. point, this this is the point where we should chastise people into going to their comic shop and pre-ordering because that's always part of please, the decision making yes. process as well. Yes, please. Yeah, no, there. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, the the year one is is. Again, coming out here uh, shortly, and then the Transformers Ghostbusters collection is coming out shortly. So, I mean, you know, those are the two things that they haven't already gotten that miniseries. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I, and, and then the the other thing that I was working on that's not Ghostbusters related, it's just supernatural and weird, is uh, Red Sonia and the Chaos Comics characters. And the reason it was weird was somebody had asked me right before I got an email about doing it, if I ever thought about doing something a little bit darker <laughs> with the supernatural uh, characters, and then I get an email, hey, would you like to write this? Well, that's some kind of coincidence right there. What are the odds? Yeah. What are the odds? But yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's fun in a different way than Ghostbusters. Um, and oddly enough, that's that the first issue is launching the same day as Ghostbusters Year One. <laughs> oh, how funny. <laughs> it's true. It's a funny, it's, it's a funny coincidence, and uh, you know, I'll take it. So there's the stop trying to change the subject. Tell us, tell us what the Ghostbusters <laughs> tell, stuff. Tell us what's coming up. <laughs> um, have you have you sorry, heard murmurings about another hardcover at all, Eric? Uh, the last speaking? I heard, uh, you stole my question. Oh, you. I was joking earlier. I was literally about to ask that and then deferred to you, and you literally stole my question. I, that's what happens to you and <laughs> I because we've been doing this for over. so long. It's the telepathy right. just kicks in. All right, all right, all right, all right. There it is. Now the last I heard, um, possibly fourth quarter this year. I don't know if that's set in stone. But is, that is the last thing that I heard, and uh, so hopefully, hopefully there will be another hardcover cover uh, this fall. Oh, wonderful! And if they could reprint the the, the first hardcover too, so that more people could yeah. uh, get access oh, to that, that boy. would be awesome. The containment. I, I mean, you know, yeah, they're 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 reprinting them in those in those nice, uh, well, not hardcover, those those nice uh, soft cover omnibuses as well, the spectral shenanigans. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's that it's that second one that ha- that hasn't been reprinted, and and they're they're aware of the demand. I don't know what the uh, where there's there's got to be a cutoff of people, you know, putting in orders somewhere before they say, okay, well, it's time to go back to press. And I don't know what that number hmm. is. <laughs> well, if, yeah, if uh, everybody uh, throw the demand out there, uh, tell mm-hmm. tell your local comic shop, tell uh, IDW that you want it, and. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, but I mean, if you want to pay the, whatever it is, it's like $250 or something, uh, now yeah. on the out of print books, uh, shops, but, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 pricey. It is. So, but I mean, it's uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, like I said, the it, it, it's it's going to come back in with uh, you know with a soft cover release at the very least because uh, they're they're doing like twelve issue. Uh, they just got the the second one just came out a couple of months ago, so you know they'll they'll have that if nothing else. So if you just want the story, you can get it that way. But uh, but yeah, that higher that hardcover would be nice to see back. Uh, what other what other questions can I steal from Chris? Let me see. Reaching out with my <laughs> mind, I got nothing. What else? What else you got, Chris? I can't steal anything. <laughs> I hung up five minutes ago. You do oh, whatever. Oh, buddy, want. no, come no, back. Um, no, I think we covered. Just about everything, really. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's almost you know we. There's only so much. At this point, we all we got left is questions that we were pretty sure he can't answer. I know. Tell us point. more about stuff so you can't just, tell us about. So yeah. it's just gonna have to wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's let's do this. Let's not wait three years to have you back on the show again. Uh, let's let's have you back on to talk about the the year one uh, miniseries, and then uh, once stuff is announced, you know, maybe we can we can dive yeah, into no, it sure. more with if, you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, as soon as something new gets announced, <laughs> uh, if, if you know, I mean, again, knock wood that something new does get announced and, you know, I'm not uh, being presumptuous. But, uh, yeah, uh, when, when there is another project to talk about, I would be more than happy to come back. And if nothing else, uh, then, you know, to to hear what you guys thought about the uh, the the year one uh, stories, which it's like I said, it's 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 a it's a series of uh, one shots, basically, with connective tissue. But, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun to work on. And, uh, again, Dan is just killing it, just really uh, going above and beyond. Dan and Luis both with the art. It's uh, the Winston one has uh, – there was a page that I I, uh, I kid you not, I actually gasped because I was not expecting what Dan did oh, man. with the art. Yeah. Oh, like I can't the, the, wait. The reveal of the ghost uh, is great. That's uh, – so if you're listening to this now, uh, the, the the book is in shops Wednesday or is already in, in shops. So go go pick it up and, yeah, man, it's it's right in my wheelhouse. All of those unseen side stories and, and different perspectives on, on the characters, that's that's the stuff that I love. So I can't, can't wait to pick it up. Yes. Every single person who always makes noises about, oh, they forgot Winston, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. That's yeah, right. Totally. Uh, well, Eric, thanks again for joining us, man. This has been a whole lot of fun um, and appreciate your time. Know you're a busy dude and we'll, we'll have to have you back on the show more frequently uh, and steal more of your time uh, as much as we can. Cause I love talking to you. Oh, sure thing. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Eric. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroads. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just wanna get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Well, that was awesome. Uh, I adore Eric. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that I hogged all of the breathable air in our tiny little studio here, Chris. That's you, what happens. You apologize every time we do a Skype interview, and I keep telling you it's not a big deal. It is. It is my. I just get so excited. Uh, I know. Well, and partially it's me stepping back too, because I think Skype has a couple of weaknesses. Technically, it's very good at bringing a whole bunch of people together, but it also there's a kind of a you know, it's voice over IP. You got to send some packets. There's a slight delay sort of thing. So I'm happy to just sort All of right, well, retreat back into the shadows. I think it does two things. All I need to do is to let people know that I'm actually there. And it's to demonstrate that I can actually shut the hell up when I need to. <laughs> you are capable. It needs to be demonstrated every it's, once in a yeah. while. There, there, it's like a little role reversal when we do the interviews. And it's been a while since we've actually had an interview, which is kind of crazy. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like. I feel like I'm talking, 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 talking. I go like, oh, I should shut up and like, Chris, Chris, are you still there? And you're just like, huh? Wait, hey, how's it going? I can unmute the mic and just sort of. Make- <laughs>
kind of catch up on so Simon you, and Simon like, here while this like like a heavily inbred long-haired cat I can just every once in a while breathe into the <laughs> mic to let you know I'm here oh man well uh, that that was awesome hope everybody enjoyed uh, listening to Eric uh, uh-huh. and please go pick up the the Ghostbusters year one first issue because as Chris you mentioned in the interview the the sales the pre-orders all of that uh, that that really speaks volumes that's the the most um, that you can speak to have something demanded it's it's critical comic book margins are so different uh, industry business model wise than they were you know at their peak in the eighties and nineties that um, you know they can't they can't wait for a run to then go, oh, that's pretty good. I guess we'll do another. Like, really, that three-month lead time with their orders is kind of what helps inform, you know, how they plan the rest of the year and all that. So, yeah, and, jump. And digital and, uh, orders, as I you would imagine, too. Like, the IDW app, it's it's yeah. so quick and it's so easy, and they immediately get the metrics there that you you downloaded it. And exactly. It, uh, yeah. uh, and actually, you made the important point, too, of uh, bug your comic shop about stuff that you missed even if it's out of print, because what they do is they go back to the distributor, do you have any more copies? And the distributor goes, uh, we got a lot of people asking for more copies of that, and that slowly but surely kind of heads its way back for IDW to do. Because I'll tell you right now, those ones in particular are you know, an accountant and a spreadsheet doing the math on you know, if, if a thousand people want it, it's not worth it, but if 1,500 want it, we, we can, you know, it makes sense yeah, for us to do a run, right? Click, so. click whatever that trigger is that makes the second printing occur. Yeah, yeah, it's um, um, it's just where we're it's just where we're at. Um, you know, margins sometimes are 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 super thin. So, yeah, just. Uh, uh, put your hand up early and it, Demand. it helps move things along. And also, I guess since we're on our uh, public service announcement uh, kick here, uh, don't leave your local comic shop hanging. If you've got uh, a, a pull list and, and they've pulled Ghostbusters Year One, go pick it up right away. Don't let it sit for uh, a couple days or a week or whatever. Go uh, go support the local comic shop and let them know that uh, you want that book right away uh, because that yeah. also helps too. Um, but, uh, all right. Well, so, uh, you have any final thoughts for this, uh, this here fi- first interview episode of 2020 and the first of many to come. That's very cool. Um, one minor one, you and I'll get into it next week cause it is technically part of the news, but it feels kind of weird to not bring it up this week since it just, uh, happened in the last couple of days, but, uh, just a, a moment of silence for Gunnar Ferdinandson who, who passed away. And, and uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Gunnar is one of the ones who did not get credited in the original Ghostbusters, but had worked heavily on it. Was he among those that... It's the other way around. Okay. He's credited on the first one, but, but not, not on, on the, the second, second one. one. Okay. But uh, it is. it became very clear in extras, and uh, William Forsh, uh, uh, who... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> took a lot of video. I'm not sure when he earned his <laughs> earned, <laughs> earned uh, paid his dues in the effects industry because he seems to have spent most of his time playing with his camera. But uh, <laughs> um, he's he actually posted uh, with, with he was where I found out the, the sad news. He posted video of Gunnar working on the uh, the Statue of Liberty right uh, mold that Jim Jim Fi was going to end up wearing there. Um, Gunnar is old school compared to them. I, um, uh, as opposed to uh, Tim's ma- uh, passing there a couple of weeks back, you know he was a relatively young man. Gunner Gunner was the uh, the grizzled vet, uh, even even you know back in the the late eighties there. Uh, yeah. So it's it's sad, but Gunner uh, <clears throat> Gunner lived a good long life, and um, and yeah, it's kind of one of the reasons he didn't get credit is his role is. Um, uh, a critical one, but it is sort of so far down the pipeline. It doesn't often; it's not considered kind of a, a foreground credit. I guess sometimes yeah, these the days everybody gets credit for everything. Pull the molds and um, he's got it. Yeah. yeah, he's got it. It's a there's a real trick to taking somebody's you know sculpt and uh, you know getting a mold around it that'll stand up to you know being pulled apart and all that sort of thing and still look good and no flaws and. Uh, that video the, that William posted is really amazing watching him work and uh, uh, but yeah like I said uh, we'll, you, we'll dive into it and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. celebrate because uh, that man worked on some real oh, cool yeah, let's, stuff let's dive like, into his filmography next week and, and yeah. really give him, uh, give before, him the crazy before we, before we get there everybody head to Proton Charging uh, or on the Twitter because I posted um, 
another effects guy started doing a series of real long form interviews and he did like an hour and a half interview with Gunner and it's on Vimeo and I'm still working my way through it but it kind of goes back oh, to his cool. you know covers his start all the way to you know the before he retired sort of thing and uh, but that stuff is just good. Yeah, <laughs> that stuff is bueno level amazing to have. Oh uh, man! So yeah, go go give that a watch slash listen, and uh, that's my final yeah. thought. So oh man, well uh, again, uh, and knowing that we're going to be losing uh, so many people sadly uh, because of just generational uh, ages and where we're at in our lives, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, that's uh, yeah. always sad to hear. I I see it. I see it as a good argument uh, for all the people who get upset about new movies. Now it's like, you know, if you can readjust your perspective a bit, it gives you a new generation stuff with yeah. with a younger generation of filmmakers. So well, so you're not left uh, totally, middle aged totally. watching all your heroes uh, leave uh, you behind. And, so. and to your point last week, let's uh, let's highlight who those people were and and what their contributions yeah. were because every person is key on on films, especially in the '80s where it was. Uh, Gunner helped Gunner helped get the RoboCop suit together. Oh, like, come man, on, that's. Uh, that's that's a lot of memories. That's a lot of childhoods. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, let's talk about uh, Gunner next week. Go listen to that Vimeo that's on the Proton Charging uh, social media. And uh, yeah, our, our thanks again to Eric. Uh, go pick up Ghostbusters Year One. It's on shelves this Wednesday if you're listening to this. Uh, and until next week, we'll be back with more news and a uh, whole, whole bunch of stuff. I'm totally sure because it's it's just it's going to happen. You know that the onslaught of news is happening, so g- get ready for it. Uh, it's piling up. Piling it's up. piling up like snow in just, British Columbia. Just like the snow in Vancouver, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. That used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, Hairless Pets. We're so cool.